oh my god, I was rejected by about three agencies. Yeah. You know, and I didn't win Miss Universe Ireland the first year. It was only the second year. And I'm so glad that I didn't win the first year because I didn't. Oh my god, the state of me. Oh, I look back at photos and I'm like, the absolute hack of me. Hello and welcome to The Glow Up, presented by Stellar Magazine. I'm Vicky Nataro and as always we'll be interviewing one of my favourite people about one of my favourite topics, beauty. Now this season The Glow Up is sponsored by Ireland's taste of that stylish and glamorous La Dolce Vida life, Malfi Gin. It's the perfect fit really. Liven up your gin with the taste of the Amalfi Coast because a bit of sunshine and summer throwbacks is what we all need right now in the depths of freezing cold December. The range includes deliciously distinct flavours, Rosa, Arancina and Con Limone. Malfi Gin is the best way to level up your go-to gin. Now you may or may not have seen my news but this is actually the second last episode of The Glow Up. Um, after 15 years on and off, I'm leaving Stellar Magazine to try doing something else. And I can't say much right now, which is really annoying, I know. Um, but follow me at Vicky Nataro and all will eventually be revealed, I promise. I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. I'm sad, but I'm mostly excited. Um, so this week's guest is somebody that I've been trying to pin down for about four years now. Um, she's one of the busiest women in Ireland and I know that because she's also my friend and she is, she doesn't need an introduction really, but she is a former beauty queen and top model turned wellness entrepreneur, food writer, professional hiker and vegan legend. It is the one and only Roz Purcell. Thank you, Vicky, for that introduction. I feel like every time you've contacted me, okay, I will say I, I'm usually up a mountain. So unless you're going to come on a hike with me, this you know, is it. to get me down. I mean, I'm, I'm able to pin you down for cover shoots, but like getting you for like 45 minutes straight to talk is, is a different thing altogether. It's hard. And you know what? I always have a bit of a fear of doing podcasts as well because... I am like, I think, you know, when you're talking to me, I'm such an open book. Yes. I'm like, ah, that I'm always very conscious doing podcasts that, um, you know, also in Ireland, there's obviously such a small pool of people yes. that you kind of just do want to be, don't be doing podcasts all the time. Well, that's people it. Sick of me, you yeah. Know? And I'm delighted to have you. I got you, you and Pippa were top of my list for guests and I got you both this season. So oh, that, I'm happy. I, I like to hear that. Thanks, Vicky. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like I said, you need no introduction. You are one of the busiest women in Ireland. Like, we're recording this at 8am on Zoom because you've such a full day ahead of you. And thank you so much. I appreciate it. But, like, you know, how do you how do you balance everything? I know that, like you said, you're up a mountain half the time and then you're running your business, you're doing media, like, you're recording content. It must, it must be a lot. You must have a very kind of disciplined schedule. I don't and that's the honest truth and like I feel like a lot of people might be expecting me to come on and be like yeah well you know I get up and I go to the gym at five and then I do all this and I have like a very routine day I actually don't manage it I find it very difficult and that's part of the reason probably why you're like you're so hard to pin down because <laughs> because my days are usually quite chaotic and I could be doing I could be one day I could be up a mountain shooting the next day I could be presenting something so yeah. for me I actually am still very much trying to get a hold of it and you know I think a lot of people sometimes want someone they can look up to has everything together I definitely don't and I'd rather be honest about that because you know I look at other people online and I'm like oh my god like they seem to manage everything and do everything how do they do it yeah I'm just getting by right I'm just I'm just making sure I get some sleep every night you know and get ready to go again and that is not sustainable and it's definitely something at the moment I'm trying to work on like I do have a few non-negotiables throughout my day which is 
getting some exercise in. Yeah. Um, because that definitely kind of, no matter what is going on in my life, settles me a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> like it just, it gives me an error where I'm not on my phone or I'm not worrying about something. Yeah. Um, and I guess my other, like I used to have a lot more non-negotiables where <laughs> I've had to <laughs> negotiate a few away because life, but it's just spending time with my dogs is the other one. Like they're the two things that I'm like, right, they bring me to the present moment and whatever I'm going through, it reminds me that I can still move and I still have two dogs that love me. So that's good. Oh, I love that. But you know, it's so funny. We were doing a like a house insurance quote the other day and Joe was saying to me, you know, what are your valuables? And I was like, my dog Jacko. That's it. Like my engagement ring and my dog Jacko, they're the only things that really matter to me. So I totally get that. And like with my forthcoming new life, it's going to be interesting that I won't have a nine to five anymore. I'll have to be like planning my own days and, and my non-negotiable will be getting out with Jacko every day. And that's a combination of exercise and, and being a present dog parent so I totally get that and it's so easy to just say yes to everything and you're, you can be afraid in our industry especially to say no to anything yeah and you know what I, I that's something I've only become okay with in the past two years like I'm yeah. 32 now I've been in this industry since I was 18 that's 14 years yeah. and only two years ago was I starting to say no and look I say no to jobs like when people email me to do a job I've always been very since I left modelling I've always been very careful about who I work with because I don't want to put I don't know. I don't want to put myself in front of a brand I don't believe in. Yeah. But I mean, when people are asking you to do favours, like, yeah. I'm always like, yeah, no problem. And I will like burn myself to the ground doing stuff for other people. So only in the past two years have I kind of been like, right, I need to just even be honest with people and be like, I'm actually really struggling to get my own stuff done at the moment. Yeah. And usually people are far more receptive and understanding. Totally. Sometimes like, they don't. And yeah. then you realise that even if you did this, the favour for them they wouldn't have cared no I t- and I totally understand and appreciate that and in the past you've said that to me I can't do the cover this month I'm too busy like there, there's too much going on I've been grand like we'll get you again no and worries and you know what sometimes it's a case where I think you know me like sometimes you're like can you do the cover and I'm like I'm actually so anxious the last few months yeah I the thought of being on the cover of something is like <laughs> spiralling me so like it totally. I have gotten better at being honest with people and being like rather than just saying no being like this is the reason why and everyone's fine with it everyone's fine with it like I was watching the new series the Kardashians the other day and like the difference even Kim and Chloe, for example like they've been famous for so long and, and they're famous for kind of you know being famous and being on red carpets and being beautiful but Chloe had such anxiety about it to the point where she didn't she never wanted to go to the Met Gala and like I can totally relate to that but Kim was like what are you talking about I love red carpets this is fun like this is what we do and I'm like yeah like you can be a media person and you can be able to switch yourself on for certain things but other things things bring such anxiety and I totally get that like I get really nervy I don't know how people put themselves out there to be on our cover Um, it is a very nerve inducing thing so I, I really appreciate it and I, I know especially with you that when you do do it you really want to do it and you're really present and really like loving it so that ma- that's, as an editor that's made me very happy over the years and you've been like one of the people that's been on the cover most I think in my six years as editor I think well I have done. I have been knocking around for a long time yeah well, me too <laughs> so, babe Jesus. yeah we're in in terms of Irish media we're all timers now like we are we're OGs exactly <laughs> okay so let's take it back to the beginning when you were 18 yeah. You started modelling, you won Miss Universe Ireland, you went to the... the big, where, where I just want to put it out there, I won the second time I went to do it. I didn't win the first time. Oh, I didn't I know that. Get, yeah, so like, I always get lots of, you know, girls who are entering the modelling industry and they're like, oh, I got rejected by an agency. I'm like, oh my God, I was rejected by about three agencies. Yeah. You know, and I didn't win Miss Universe Ireland the first year. It was only the second year. And I'm so glad 
that I didn't win the first year because I didn't oh my god the state of me oh, I look back at photos and I'm like the absolute hack of me like honestly I found a photo the other day and I was like oh my god this doesn't even look like me you're this already a does baby not help. though like you're I know infant. but like my face is like I'm so round oh, <laughs> but like as in my gorgeous. face my you know obviously as you age your face develops like you define more and stuff like yeah. that but, like my brows were so skinny it just made everything look so circular it's and so um I was, uh, and just even my makeup, I didn't know how to contour. My lips were pale. And I look back and I'm like, oh my God, like who is this it's, person? Yes. Um, so yeah, I was so glad I didn't win the first time. And obviously, you know, during it, I was devastated I didn't win. But looking back, I'm like, whew, God, like I would not have done as well as I did if I had gone the first time. And how, like when you entered, were you like Miss Tip or something? Like, is that how Miss Universe no. works? I was Miss Lily Bordello's as an 18 year old who wasn't even allowed into Miss Lily Bordello's. Like, <laughs> so what happened was I was in college and I had just started modeling with, um, with First Options. Um, they actually, I was in Dundrum Shopping Centre one day and they came up and they were like, hey, you should model. Oh, I love First Options. I kind of thought it was a joke. And even though I always actually kind of did want to model secretly, I'd never told anyone because I was kind of embarrassed. You're scared. Um, I was, because I, wa- I was. I was just well, scared. Like, I was like, I, oh, I mean, the state years of ago, me. Irish people didn't go around being like, I want to be a model. Nowadays they do, but 14 years ago no, you get slagged. Oh. Even though you're tall and beautiful, like that's, you know, no, classic I, yeah, model. You, just, you didn't want to tell anyone because, you know, like they would just rip the piss out of you. Yeah. So I started modelling and it was actually one of my first shoots. I was doing a beauty shoot for Lily Forberg. And she said, you should really enter Miss Universe Ireland. And I was like, no, I don't think so. Like, I'm not really conventional. Like, I know, okay, I totally understand. I am very conventional how I fit yeah typical beauty standards but I suppose I I didn't really see that growing up I was very like I you know you know me like yeah I have very frizzy wild hair (laughs) yeah and I have like I have freckles and I'm you know back then I didn't really wear fake tan I was very pale and like I, I'm just awkward like do you know what I mean yeah and, so, and at the time the, the Irish model look was very much the bikinis on Grafton Street high glamour like like you said skinny brows big hair like so I can see how you wouldn't automatically be like oh yeah that's me yeah I was like oh I don't think this is for me but anyway Lily was like oh you should just go on for the, you know it's really good to even get more modeling jobs so yeah. I googled it online that night and there was one heat left that was the that was like tomorrow Oh I, it was like going to happen the next day. So I was like, uh, can I curse on this? Yes. I was like, oh, Beckett. So I am. <laughs> That's um, not cursing for us. Like, I know, but I'm always really <laughs> conscious after doing radio. I'm like, can I? What can I say? So um, I just emailed them because applications were closed. And I was like, hey, like, I'd really love to apply. You know, is there any chance you would have one more person fill in? And they were like, you know what? I think it was a case someone had just pulled out or they had a spot and they're like, yeah, come on whatever I think they were just like oh look this one isn't gonna win anyway so let's get her in I mean classic um, Ireland so I, they're just like yeah go on You're yeah go on so I arrived at my dad's dress Aww. and yeah and uh, there was hair and makeup there and I was like oh my god I was like one of the like only few times at the beginning I'd got my hair and makeup done and I actually think I went I changed it all and did it myself because you know I wasn't used to seeing myself that glam yes, yeah. um, and I think I was the only one who went for like poker straight hair because everyone went for the big Victoria's Secret hair yeah, I went like yeah. poker straight hair slicked back in my Deb's dress and I ended up winning I need to see a photo and of everyone this. hated me because I had just arrived like that day no one had seen me before and you know I think I had obviously just been a drop in um, 
But uh, yeah, and then I obviously went on to Miss Universe Ireland. I didn't win. Um, but then the second year I went back and that was just because I even myself, I had, I had been working as a model all that year and being in college and I just learned so much more about doing my own hair and makeup and yeah. grew my confidence. So I knew going back, I probably had a better chance. And now when you post videos of yourself at Miss Universe, like that doesn't look like Ross to me at all. Like it, you have this different walk, you have like everything just, it's not you. And like, because I know you, it's just so funny to me, but like you look like a Victoria's Secret model, you look like a world-class professional. Like, is that so weird to you now looking back? Yeah, you know what? I look back and I'm like, fair play to her. Yes. She had so much confidence. And the sad thing is like, I was the most confident teenager yeah. ever, like, I was so confident and then actually modeling has like totally wrecked my confidence yeah and when I look back at photos and, and videos when I was 18 19 like I'm like who is that person and that what? is yeah you know, I get that I think a lot of people sad thing like I was kind of like just chipped away then after Miss Universe for so long that like I'm quite reserved now it's funny because I was a very confident teenager as well and then just over time just life just chipped away at it and I think people always ex expect, you know, you to have your unconfident phase as a teenager and then once you're in your 20s to like have your shit together. It was the complete opposite for me. And I know it was for you yeah. as well. So, well, like, I'm actually kind of glad to hear that because I'm always like, God, modeling really messed me up. But then, you know, I think in general, was I just one of those people that, you know, life and society and the expectations was going to mess me up anyway. Uh, do you know, what? I think modeling has a lot to answer for, especially in that time, that era. I think it's yeah. a lot more responsible now. Um, but, it, you know, just life messes you up, Ross. <laughs> like just experiences yeah, like over time. Like I, I don't know, I, I think I kind of just didn't realize that I was young and lovely at the time. Do you know what I mean? And like it didn't occur yeah. to me, but it didn't bother me either. I was just like, I'm just me. Whereas the older I got, I'd look back at pictures and be like, Jesus, I don't look like that anymore. Do you know? And now mm. pushing 37, I'm like, oh, well, I don't look like I did when I was 30 now either. So, yeah, it's it's kind of well, a constant one thing I, evolution. I do want to say is I look back and I'm like, wow, that girl was so confident. But then I look back and I'm like, Jesus, who did your tan? Who did your nails? Yeah. Why are you wearing fake eyelashes? <laughs> to get me? I do look back and I'm like, who let me put all that makeup on? But in fairness, I was 18, 19. I was, I was in full control. But, and it was the trend. You know, like, that was the time. It was the trend. But also I look back and I'm like, no. Stop it. <laughs> like, I remember my mother being like, Roz, please take out those false. Like, I had these like, you know when lash extensions were coming in? Like, yeah. Like, so long. Like a camel. And fake nails. And you know me now. I don't even get my nails done. I hardly even wear mascara. Yeah. And, you know, that was always me. Like, I was always someone who was a bit like, just, you know, bit like undone well you're a tomboy um, like and you're yeah. you're an outdoorsy person so yeah that doesn't fit with the whole glam element no and you know what if I could ever if you know like some people always ask me sometimes if you could go back and do Miss Universe would you I'm like I would and I just the only thing I would have changed is I would have worn less makeup just be more yourself and I would have been more myself yeah but with that bit of confidence yeah and I mean you were very successful afterwards I know it was difficult for you and you know you went to New York and you're away from your family and you're really homesick and then you came back and you were kind of thrust into you know the Irish celebrity arena um, but like you've been very successful at it and you've kind of made the best out of it I guess and now you have your own brand and your own you kind of do things on your own terms which which is rare I find you know what I didn't overthink any of it. I didn't plan it. I very much winged it and just went with the flow. Yeah. Um. So that's nice to hear. Yeah, but like I mean, a lot of people think I I've planned stuff out and I'm like, oh no. No, no but no, like no. Even I just watching you like you like food, so you started doing foodie stuff 
and then it, yeah. it was all very organic to me. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it didn't it didn't seem like a master plan, but it did seem like you were taking opportunities where they came. And like people are interested in you because you're a model and a celebrity and you kind of took that around with it, but you've remained very authentic to who you are, in, in my opinion anyway. I think one thing I will say is I have always been kind of very lucky that when I begin to change or maybe like when I migrated from modeling into more of the food space, it was the beginning of social media and influencers. Yes. So I just I think I was just lucky with timing. Um, and then, you know, there's times in my life where I was unlucky with timing, but, I you know, it it has gone in my favor a lot more than it hasn't. Yeah, I mean, like you've like I said, you've used the kind of tools that you you have, and and for me, it's inspiring because I'm making a change now in my life at, at you know in my mid to late thirties, um, and I kind of look around at the people who I've I've seen do a lot like yourself, like Pippa, like Suzanne Jackson, and who have kind of I remember when Suzanne was on reception in ninety eight FM, and I remember when Pippa was you know a model, and and looking at you all now as entrepreneurs, I just find it very inspiring. So don't ever like you know think that you haven't done great things because you have you've Can used I your tell platform. a really nice Pippa story? I love Pippa go so for it. So when I was when I was starting at modelling like I was like obviously I had a great amount of confidence I was doing like lots of Irish shows and this was actually before I went to do Miss Universe I think this was um, you know in that kind of middle zone when I was just modelling in Ireland all the yeah. time Um, and I remember we were, I was doing this massive show it was like all the kind of you know the well-known models and I was kind of thrown into the mix and it was in the RDS and I remember Pippa was like she could see that I was like literally a poor student and I literally was just like you know just Shaking. sitting by myself and she's like come on let's go get almond croissants and she brought me for an almond croissant oh. and even now we still talk about it you know and like she was just always so nice I mean there's a reason so she's always... done so well and I say that to her all the time yeah. I'm like you're, you're, you're a genuine person and people can see that and like that comes across because some people are really bitchy but t- thankfully in Ireland few and far between but Pippa's always been a legend like and, and I'm so happy so for so nice like yeah. one of the nicest people I've met in the industry so um yeah it's really nice to see her do so well and that's what like p- people that you know don't have a bad word to say about you or Pippa or, or Suzanne or oh I'm sure there's a few now no but... I know that you take everything that all online gospel stuff to heart so do I but people love you Roz like don't be silly you're you you're our beloved so tell me then about your business. So tell me about the hike life and how it's kind of, I know it started very organically with you just being up hills naturally, but how has it kind of like grown into what it is now? So like, I do want to say I started the hike life six years ago. Yeah. So, and that was like through sharing hiking photos. And it was actually began as like a hashtag. I was like, oh, the hike life is a really fun hashtag to use when I'm out hiking. Cause obviously back then hashtags were actually relevant. <laughs> and, um, and then it obviously five years ago, then I just started asking people to come hiking with me because people would message me and say, oh my God, I'd love to do that. But like I've known none of my friends are into hiking. Uh, no one will go with me or I'm afraid to get lost. So I was like, just put up on social media. Hey, I'm going hiking tomorrow at this time if anyone wants to join. Um, so it did really happen completely. Like I wasn't, this wasn't a master plan. No. I was just very much like, oh, if I can do it, have a give back for my audience who have followed me for a very long time this is it yeah because you know what like they support me so much whether it's like clicking through to a link or you know getting involved in something I'm involved with like I kind of realized that I'm I'm in a very fortunate position because of them Mm -hmm. so like what's my give back okay I'm going to start a free hiking community so like I can hopefully share my passion with other people like hiking has given me so much obviously I grew up hiking it's always been 
a kind of a nice way for me to reset and like de-stress and just get away from everyone on my phone and everything yeah. so <laughs> if I could kind of like get some of my audience into that like that's a really nice thing to do yeah so that's how the hike life started really I was just like okay this is a free give back I'm going to get you into hiking and I'm going to bring you out in a really good experience and obviously it has grown immensely since then but I do want to say I started six years ago when hiking wasn't sexy no one gave <laughs> no one gave a shit and it's only because in the last three years it's boomed that I have been taken away at it and anyway yeah so I always say that to people like when they're like oh you know like how did you you know start the hike life or how did you start natural feeder I started way before it was popular yeah you did so you whatever you're passionate about before it was popular yeah, when whatever you're really into like and it could be something that's so like in your head you're like it's just so not mainstream like collecting stamps something like that right <laughs> honestly your day will come so if you just start sharing it and, and chipping away at it now your day will come where that is mainstream and sexy so you'll be the go-to person so whatever it is you're passionate about start it now even if it's not a hot topic okay so are you saying that i should start like a musical theater group now <laughs> and probably not vicky now but <laughs> ah, come on like it's, it's sexy so, no sexy people. sorry i that is the last thing i thought you would say a musical <laughs> theater group for if, if you had said that to me i would have been like that's something you would hate are you kidding me like I live for musicals Patrick and I both do Patrick chime in here defend me <laughs> um no like if, if I'm going to start anything it'll probably be a housewife support group to be honest okay um, yeah that's pretty trendy and I, I don't mind being no, the authority like, I'm sorry if someone had a social media page where they were like you know how what's his name Evan what's Evan Ross Katz Yes, Legend. how he does all the how he does all the follow up for White Lotus and all that. If someone did that just for the housewives, okay, I'm gonna do that. An internet sensation. I mean, I'll do it for everything. I'll do it for Irish Dancing with the Stars. I mean, I'm gonna have a lot of time. Yes, you see, like we need an Irish version of him. So Vicky, there, okay. there it is. That's what you're doing. I will take up the mantle, Patrick. I yeah. might need you to help because he's the Patrick's the the clever one in in this relationship. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk glam. Everyone's starting to hear about glam. Okay. So you are somebody like myself, I think, that you're very much all or nothing. So you're either full yes. glam, going out, your hair done, your makeup done perfect, or you're just skincare. And, and I just, I like to just think of you frolicking in fields and around, around hills with your hair. I would love to think that I do that all day too. And this is a reason why the camera is off right now, because I look like a melted wedding. Oh, I'm in so my pajamas. I am all or nothing. Yeah, no, you are. And so am I. And it's so funny. People always say that to me. Like I was in Galway with a couple of, with Patrick and my colleague Rebecca last week. And Rebecca was like, Jesus, you're either like a bag lady or you're glam. And I was like, yeah, there's no one between like I don't sorry can I tell you a story about Rebecca please so you know Rebecca and I used to be in the gaiety together I did not know this yes so Rebecca and I used to be in the gaiety school Rebecca Brady yeah. yeah oh my god yeah living to slag her about this no excuse me <laughs> then you have to slag me no it was really no I went and I did the course because um oh I think I genuinely when I went through a phase when I was modeling where I was like I think I'd prefer to do acting I remember that I think yeah. I'd be really good at it yeah <laughs> so anyway I went to the Gage School of Acting I actually did go there for years but then I just ended up getting so busy with modeling that I had to stop it um but yeah it was incredible I loved it there I think Rebecca was probably doing presenting or something was she or she wanted yeah. to be a presenter yeah 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 and it yes. was so much fun I met so many great people there so well, she's such a, there who wants to be an actress go for it yeah well it's, that's where like everyone Olivia Wilde went there 
you know, like yeah. a famous A-list Hollywood director and actress Olivia Wilde. Um, yeah, Rebecca's so glam all the time. Like she really cares about what she puts on even when she's putting on a tracksuit. She wants it to be a nice tracksuit and she wants it to be perfectly ironed where I'm the complete opposite. So you are like, I mean, I want to talk about your hair journey in a minute, but okay. let's talk about skincare first because your skin is fabulous. Fabulous. What do you and use? I feel like I'm going to get a lot of enemies here when I say I don't really ah, do much. Back off. You do though. You like <laughs> but, the serum. Yeah, I do. So like, I've I kind of go in and out yeah. of of taking care of my skin or not. You know, in my twenties when I was modeling, I took care of my skin really well because you know me having a spot and me not having a spot was a big deal on yeah, a shoot. Yeah, it's your bread and butter. Like. Um, and you know, I was very, very conscious. Like I remember when I stopped modeling, I was like, "Oh my god!" It was like a weight off my shoulders. Like I can just let go. Yeah, I can just <laughs> let go of a f- being afraid to gain a few pounds or getting yeah. a spot, like Janie. Yeah. So now I suppose I I've had to be like, okay, well, you know, get back to a little bit of a routine now because you know you literally I used to be so so good. So what I do have is I do have a morning and nighttime routine, and I have my like one to two weeks the products that I use but do I do everything every single night probably not right Um, one thing I do do is I I always clean my face I clean my face like I make sure there's not inch like a scrap of makeup left on my face so I'm very good at making sure I never go to sleep with any makeup on and Vicky I know that you do I only when I'm locked I have seen I have seen your story sometimes when you get up after night and I'm like no no (laughs) pillow I know, be, no. I know. No, but like no. if I'm if I'm out out or if we're at a wedding or a hen party or something, I'm not taking my makeup off. I'm going to bed shit faced. I'm sorry, but no. every other night I'm like I have a little I, I have a song that I sing when I do my skincare. Like I'm I am religious about it when sober, and I'm not drunk that often. Don't make no. Me like I'll never forget. I was out in London <laughs> with Evan and like you know. Like Evan was like you know Evan when he goes out party I was worse than Evan like I was he he went home like three hours before me I got home and he said that I woke him up doing a full skincare routine Stop. While he was, like legless oh my so, god so like I no matter what I'm like must take off my makeup well that's why you are you and I'm me Roz okay <laughs> these are oh, the reasons no. I honestly if my if I was if I was on night out with you and you were locked, I would go home to take your makeup off. You wouldn't. You, you like, wouldn't. Oh, no, you're that. You're that person. Yeah. No. She can't. Um. So anyway, what do you? Use? I Tell us. I kind of have my main skincare ingredients, and I kind of I have probably three or four brands I'm using at the moment. Okay. Um, none of them that I work with, anything like that, but that I that have these ingredients. So I always have a salicylic wash. Me like, too. I have been using a salicylic wash since I was nineteen. Yeah. It hands down is the thing that keeps spots away from me I, if I, I don't use it why don't people know this I was at an event yesterday and people were like oh I think I'll try the the one for dry skin that's creamy I'm like stop it if you've any hint of oil or spottiness you need the salicylic babes like oh my god and I do have to call out image clear cell salicylic it's my wash. baby yeah oh amazing oh my god and like I don't work with them nothing like it's but it's the goat like I always say this people are like it is the one and I just keep it in the shower same so yeah, oh my god, the exact same person. But, but like, um, it's, it, it, it's 40 euro, it's not cheap, but a bottle lasts me about three months and it yeah. is the only thing that keeps my skin in check. Like, I've tried other brands with salicylic and there are some great ones, like Skingredients are good, CeraVe are good, but for me, the image one is just that bit more active and it just, because my chin can get broken out and it's, yeah, I just love it. I have to say, I have tried a lot of salicylic washes 
it is the best. It is. I Without agree. a doubt. It's like yeah. whatever's in it is way more stronger. Um, Vitamin C, I do t- have like a really nice vitamin C cream I use from Sunday Riley. It's like really, it's, I used to use vitamin C oil, but I find that like my skin, oh, it doesn't, I don't like putting on a lot of oil unless it's at night time. So it's a really nice thick cream. And I love is Sunday that the Riley. CEO They're actually, Glow, is that that one? Yes, CEO yeah. Glow. Yeah, it's so, so nice. Um, Sunday Riley, how I started using them was they had a box in the shop and it was like, they had two boxes and it was like morning routine, nighttime routine. And yeah. they, it was basically like they had it done in a step by step. And I went, and Perfect. this was like last year when I was like out of routine. I went, this is genius. Yeah. And it's I a lovely brand. It's a really nice brand. It's very clean and very kind of ethically oh, sourced and produced and glamorous stunning. looking. Yeah. It's a really nice brand. I love yeah. it. So I use that in the morning. I, I cleanse twice. Um, I usually use, oh, in the morning time, I'll usually just use like my Sally wash and... I'll use that kind of twice actually. I actually would use that twice to really clean my skin, but obviously I'm not taking off makeup or anything, so it's fine. Then I'll come in with kind of a a spray. I just have like a really simple water spray I put on afterwards, let that dry in. Then I'll put on my vitamin C gel and then my SPF. Right, lovely, that sounds perfect, good woman. Yeah, and I use HelioCare SPF. So I actually use, when I'm out and about, I would use 100 SPF, which I know, oh my God, people are like, when I say that, they're like, what? You're freckly though. I'm freckly yeah. and I have got sun damage removed from my forehead so I tell you now <laughs> use I, your SPF like it's so annoying because I remember coming out of COVID and I just you know I probably hadn't seen anyone and Evan you know my bet like Evan Evan is our photographer like, extraordinary Jesus I didn't know you'd a birthmark on your head and I was like what <laughs> it was just because my sun damage had gotten so dark but I hadn't noticed because I was seeing myself every single day of course and you know Evan like literally would just say anything and I was like no it's actually sun damage and he was like jeez do you want to be getting that off and I was oh like oh God. Evan he's so funny so, excuse my horrible hacking cough by the way it's not a smoker's cough I have had the most disgusting virus for the last couple of weeks and this is me sounding a million times better just FYI because I'm laughing like I smoke 50 Benson and Hedges a day Um, (laughs) but yeah Evan Evan does not mince his words no and I think everyone needs a best friend who's just blunt and honest with you because I was like you know what I've been meaning to go in to because I go get my all my skin checked every single year get my moles mapped um, and this sun damage is something I was told to kind of keep a lookout for. So I was like, yeah, that was what I needed to go get it in. So I'm getting laser on at the moment, but I'm very conscious because I'm a very outdoorsy person to wear proper SPF. Yes. I put the hundred on my hands and my face, my ears, <gasps> everything. I and then, my hands. yeah, no, you have to, do you know what I mean? Like I already have, I'll never forget being on a shoot and the stylist was like, Oh, you're such a beautiful, like such a beautiful face, and then workman hands. <laughs> I was like, that's fair. Who no, says no, I, that? Like, no, I do. I have like workman. You know what? Like, it's only when I go to hold hands with Zach, I'm like, your hands are so <laughs> soft. And he's like, yours are just like shovel mitts. And I'm like, that is fair. Like, I have like my hands. Honestly, I could. I'm like, I could stick to a wall. There's, there's so much. Like, uh, they're, they're so battered. Like, I have calluses all over them from training or being outdoors. I've never like, noticed this. I, I need to look at Oh, my hands. God. I, no, no, no. You know when I used to model? Like, I used to get booked for jewelry shoots and I'd be, like, freaking no. out, like, days before because I'd be like, oh, no. Oh, no, like, none of the rings are going to fit my fingers. Like And, like, I'd go to shoot and they'd eventually just be, like, oh, my God, like, that her hands. Yes, I love that Zach and has princess hands, by the way. Of course he does. Yeah, that's because, look, my excuse is, like, I'm country. Like, I actually love being outside. Digging muck with your hands. <laughs> Digging holes everywhere. No, I do have very workman hands. And do you know what? Listen, you can say what There's you want, but I've got great grip. Have. 
I can you I could hang off a pole all day if it was the end of the world I'm not going anywhere oh my god you're so gas okay talk to me about nighttime skin um, okay night? so nighttime skin I use usually I'm take off makeup I kind of use an oily or a kind of um, like a balmy a balmy yeah. um, skin cleanser like I actually I like Codex their oil face wash is really really nice um, it's it's also an Irish brand um, or sometimes I use there's a organic pharmacy they have a balm that's like just melts your makeup off it's lovely and then I'll go on with um, Ren Skincare have kind of a gel to foam wash to really just get off any excess oil or anything like that because I yeah I just like having a really clean yeah, face I, I'm you know, getting that you like having oily. a really clean face with your shuffle yeah, really hands clean face, yeah <laughs> Um, and then I'll, I'll spritz a little bit of my it's actually it's it's not water it's actually Sunday Riley have a spray and I can't for the life of me think of what actually is in it but it's oh, a spray, spray that's like Ooh. they have a spray and it's, it's not a water spray there is other stuff in it but I always put on after cleansing it like it like hot, makes your face feel like it's drinking water well that's it and like if you're putting hyaluronic on you need to have a damp face because the hyaluronic yeah. needs something to cling to and so many people don't do that they just lash a hyaluronic serum on their dry face and that's no, not and I used anything. to do that and I used to be like yeah. why is my skin falling off so <laughs> why does it feel sticky uh. yeah um, and then I kind of I dabble between using like I use a Hyalur- like a kind of a serum that has like a little bit of hyaluronic acid yeah. and has a few different key ingredients and then I use a really kind of it's actually I feel like I'm not actually ambassador for Sunday Riley but I just do love their stuff they have um kind of a and they their night oil has like a retinoid in it is that the blue one and, but you can use yes the blue yeah, one and you can use it every single day so I probably put that on or if I'm coming back from a hike and I feel like I'm a little bit wind like have a bit of wind burn I'll actually put on have you ever heard of Wella Skin Food? Yes. Wellida. Wellida, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's gorgeous. Wellida um, Skin Food. And that's like, if you're someone who's outdoors all the time, it's like such a thick moisturising cream. So I might lash that on. And it doesn't and then clog. Kind of every... Sometimes people think thick moisturising cream, it's going to clog my pores and give me spots. It doesn't. It's like, it's, it's kind of like a, a, the consistency is almost lipidy, like it has fats in it. And your skin yeah. loves the, the fats, but it doesn't, it's not oily. Yeah, and then every night I put on, like, I actually, so I had this eye cream from, oh my God, why can't I think of the name of it there? Actually, let me check my phone. It's a, sorry, it's a Ren skincare eye cream. And I put it under, just a little bit under my eyes and on my lips. So Ooh. eye cream for your lips is like the unspoken God. Yeah. Interesting, because I, I am a long held believer that eye cream is a swizz. But I actually yesterday I went to an event and I, I put my face in this machine and they were able to tell me like what my skin was like. Now I had makeup on, so it wasn't that reliable. Mm. But they did say I had no sun damage, which I was thrilled about. Um, and they said that I need an eye cream. And I was like, really, guys, do I really need an eye cream? But now that you're telling me it's multi-use, I might. Yeah, so like you're... The skin on your lips is very similar to the skin under your eyes. Yeah, it's, it's just very like thinner. Thin. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I put eye cream on my lips every night. And you have a very famous pout, so this is very I interesting do, yeah. to me. Yeah, my lips, my lips are always dry because I'm always out. Well, not always outside. Just, I don't live outside, but like <laughs> I am outside quite a lot, and I'm terrible. I'm just for imagining water. you outside digging around with your hands. I'm just yeah, I'm just, you're outside digging holes all day long. You know what I mean. <laughs> Oh, I'm screaming. Sorry, it's just so you. It just sort of makes me laugh. Um, okay, so let's talk about your hair. I need to know about your hair. I'm journey. sorry, I do want to say really quickly, like one to two times a week, I will use, um, 
I have this kind of enzyme peel that I use. Ooh, and then if ever I get spots, I have like a pure zinc paste that um, there's a girl I go to kind of for facial massage. Her name is Agnes. She's in Beauty Essentials. She is incredible. So she does like, I don't know if you ever heard of like face gym in the UK yes. and America and stuff. Would love she's that. like the Irish version of it. Like it's, she's obviously not under the umbrella of face gym, but she does her the own same stuff, yeah. facial yoga and facial massage. And if you're ever stressed and you need a massage, it's like the combination of two things to like my skin is incredible after I go to her. Now, ideally I would love to go like once a month or once every six weeks. I probably only end up going once every three months, but like she has taught me, taught me so much. And where about, is she based? Like skincare. She's on Baggett Street. She's amazing. Ooh. And she also does... So I actually did, during COVID, I did an online workshop with her um, in learning how to do face yoga myself and, like, how to use a gua sha... Gua sha? Gua sha stone. Yeah. Um, do you but, have uh, a kicky jaw? Do you have that, like, tem- TMJ, they call it? Yeah. Like, tension in your jaw. I have that. And that's it's been recommended to do... Anyone, a lot of people have TMJ um, to do face yoga and facial massage for it, but I don't really know what I'm doing with the, with my gua sha and my, my roller. I'm just like milling yeah, well, my look, jaw out of Agnes it. does online classes teaching you how. And Amazing. Like, she she also gives you like a whole booklet of images and how to do everything. Ooh. So it's obviously great if you've time in the evening or in the morning to do it. Like I go through phases where I do it for like one week straight and then I'm like, I don't do it for a month and I go back. But you know yeah. what? It's one of those things that I know when I have a little bit more time, I will implement it because when I do it, like, oh my God, your face looks so sculpted after Ooh, it. Oh, well. I want it. Well, yeah, it's really good. I'm going to go see her. Oh, amazing. Okay, hair. Let's talk. Tell me. You had a bald spot, essentially. I did, yeah. So I get alopecia areata and it started probably, it started about four years ago. I started losing my eyelashes. So oh, I actually really? just woke up. <laughs> Evan again coming up in his story about... Evan was staying over at my house and we were going for a run. I don't know why he was over it, but anyway. And um, we went <laughs> oh, for a run guy. on Dunleary Pier and it was dark and it, the sun started to come up and he looked at me going, what's wrong with you? And I was like, Classic. what? And he's like, there's, there's something wrong with your eyes. And I was like, why? He's like, You're fucking, you look fucking weird or something. And I was oh like, my God. Well, so I spent, I spent the whole time running home being like, what is he on about? And I thought he was taking the piss. And then I looked in the mirror and all the eyelashes have, have fallen off. I didn't one know side that. Of my eye. Oh my God. Mm. So, uh, so that's why I looked weird because obviously if you have eyelashes on one side and not on the other, you just kind of look, it looked a bit like weird, different. Is that like. stress related or what was it? Yeah, so they just all fell out. Oh my God. And it was just like, I was re- I was going through a really, really stressful period. Um, so I was just like, oh, you know, I didn't really know what to do. I obviously, I actually, I don't think I went to the doctor for ages because I was like, part of me was like, was I picking them out? Like, yeah. But even so, when I went to the doctor, she's like, even if you are picking them out, like that's a stress thing. You're like trichotillomania. Yeah, you're pulling your your eyelashes out yeah. when you're asleep, and I was like, oh my god. But um, so that's why I actually don't really wear mascara now. Like I wear mascara if I'm going to an event, but I got so used to not wearing mascara when yeah. I lost all my eyelashes. I didn't know you lost <laughs> your eyelashes. I knew about the back of your head, but I thought that was from yeah. like extensions or something. No, no, it was, it's all stress related. Like, oh, um, Jesus. but um, so yeah, I obviously for I even look back at photos and I'm like, oh my god, why didn't I just like wear false eyelash? Like, I just I was just like, <laughs> oh, I don't have eyelashes on one side, and you can I can look back now, I can see it. Like, you know, I'm well, like, I never noticed. Oh my so. god, yeah, but um, but anyway, they eventually grew back. It was fine. Um, but then during COVID, so two years ago, I got a balls balls balls. Ball spatch? Ball, ball spatch? Why can't I say that? <laughs> a ball spatch. Um, so I got a ball patch and 
I originally, like you, because I was I, I was wearing extensions where it was yeah. bonds and then it was tapes for a very long time. I was like, oh my God, is it from extensions? Now I had, they were, I had gotten them out. So like yeah. I didn't have them in at the time. But um, when I went to the doctor, because it was like perfectly round. Yes. Ball patch. And obviously two years before during a stre- another stressful period, I had lost my eyelashes. They were very much like, this is like uh, alopecia areata. And it was like, like perfectly very, bald, wasn't it? It wasn't even like you'd straggly hairs. It was like a snow. No, it patch. was like, it was like clean. It was like nothing Crazy. was there. And it was just, I'll never forget. I was like on the phone to my friend and I was just like, you know, scratching the back of my head. And I went, oh I'm going to have to call you back. Because oh I was God. like, I can't imagine. Oh, you I was like, thing. it feels like I'm just like rubbing the back of a spoon. It's so smooth. What's going on? And I was like, oh my God, that's what, like, it was just so bald. I would have like, been you know? at it then all the time because it felt no, so smooth. I, and you know what? The sad thing is I didn't tell anyone. I didn't even tell Zach for like two days because I was so, like my first thing was I was so embarrassed. So you were freaked out as, as well. Yeah, I was freaked but I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my, oh my I'm going bald. Oh Jesus. Like I, I didn't know how to like deal with it. And obviously I was really lucky in that it grew a little bit when I, since I first noticed it because I was obviously taking photos and tracking it. But it eventually obviously grew back and within eight months I was having like, you know, there was lots of hair growth. Now it was white, but eventually it did turn oh brown God, again. Um, but yeah, so now it's something like I know when I'm when I'm getting to the stage where I'm, I'm very overwhelmed. I'm getting very stressed. Like I'm like from a vein point of view, yeah. I'm like, oh, I need to pull this back now. Well, I can't no, believe like, any hair. You don't have physical repercussions like that. Like stress, it's so stress will kill us all. Like I've had an eye twitch for a month now, and I'm like, do I need to get this checked out, or is it just you the need stress? to start taking some magnesium? Well, okay. then that gives you the shits, Ross. <laughs> like this is my problem. Really? Yeah, a dietitian Orla Walsh, who's brilliant, told me like you have to be very careful with magnesium supplements because magnesium, I think it's the calcite version can give you diarrhea and I have IBS anyway so I'm, I have to be very careful but yes I was mainlining the magnesium to try and get it to go away but it's just all the change like that's stress affects us in so many ways that we don't even realise unconsciously subconsciously yeah. and consciously but I can't believe you lost like a, a chunk of hair and I guess in one way at least it wasn't at the front of your head it was kind of hidden in yeah, the back yeah you know what I get so many messed up girls now who are going through the same thing I did but, and you know their ball patch is far more visible and I'm like you know what like I was very lucky that mine was in the middle of my head I could hide it very clearly unless as I learned if I was going to wear pigtails or something <laughs> then it was obvious but you know and I was always afraid the wind blowing from behind I'd be like no someone's oh, going Jesus. to see my ball patch but um, patch, you know so I've been awful. very lucky now my hair has grown so so well and it's actually made me develop like a bit of a hair care routine like everyone would do with the skincare. Yeah, so what do and you I use? suppose you're so like um obviously when I was trying to grow my hair back and recover from the ball patch and, and manage it, I was using it a concoction of different things. So I was using um now I do want to mention like I use predominantly like I try to use cruelty free brands. Yes. Now, it all is hard because sometimes like there's you know, if you look them up online, it's they are they aren't. But well, um, like medicine, so, when it's medicinal for like a problem, often to, like actual medicine is is not you know vegan. Or, no, or I know. Vegan. Yeah, so that's why I always just say like I try to use it when yeah. I can because look, there's gonna be times when I don't know when maybe you can't. You have no choice. Yeah. So I was using um first I was um subscribed Nioxin, their kind of hair thinning yeah. shampoo, which is like a black bottle, and they have a three step program. But then I actually I did find a cruelty free version, which was um Waterman's, Ooh. um and they just have like similar three step routine that you use. So I was using that, 
Um, really important to kind of follow the instructions, leave the conditioner on your scalp. I was using a scalp massager to massage my conditioner in and really kind of like get the blood moving around my scalp quite a lot. I had a small derma roller that I was using on the ball patch with a hair growth serum. Um, the hair growth serum, the first one I was using was from Neoxin and then the second one was from Waterman's. So I kind of moved, I went, once I found that there was a kind of cruelty free version, I moved everything over right. um, once those bottles were gone. so. Um, and then I was on a supplement called a new tree, which oh, is an Irish brilliant. brand. That's a hair growth supplement. And I was on, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I actually will say, I have a photo of it. There was another supplement that I was on. A new tree um, is fantastic. We just did a trial with VIP over the space of three months with three women and the regrowth, like the baby hairs and the length on all of them was absolutely amazing. It was really impressive and yeah, great Irish is brand. Yeah, really, really good. So the other one I was using was L. Trison. Trison? Okay. L. Tyrison. Oh, yes. Patrick will put yes. that in the show notes. Yeah, I've, yeah. I know that. It's so you get that in the health and, food shop. Yeah, and I got everything from True A Hair. So they are an Irish company that help women who are suffering with hair thinning. Oh, it's Claire Balding's place, is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually realised her surname isn't Balding. No, obviously. it's a joke. <laughs> so, like, I was once on, like, I was once on the radio doing something, and I think it was... Uh, uh, oh my god what kind of thing? Ryan Tuberty asked me like oh and like you know he just asked me he happened to ask me about my hair and I was like yeah I want to shout out there's an amazing woman who helped me Claire Balding and he kind of <laughs> went to laugh because I actually thought that that was her surname for so long I was like you know what, the real what Claire is the Balding, coincidence though. of that the host. what is the coincidence you know you're one of the hosts Crufts she's the real Claire Balding Okay, right, yeah. So anyway, that's not her surname. But anyway, um, so she kind of really helped me implement a strategy and she does this with a lot of women. So it's a really, really great service out there. Amazing. Um, and I think the main thing was I kind of was very conscious of not styling my hair as much. Yeah. Um, getting getting more comfortable with wearing my curls. I never slept with wet hair anymore and I always brushed my hair before I went in for a shower and avoid brushing it when it was wet because that's when your hair is at its weakest. So just like being more conscious of looking after my hair, um, which is something, thankfully, I still do now. Oh, no, so, it looks amazing. And I know you're yeah. an ambassador for Dyson and you love that air wrap and I love my air wrap. So I, you're yeah, really good at it. Yeah, that's a nice way of looking at it. Like, you know, like, you know, two years ago, like my hair was falling out. I had a ball patch. And now it was you're so yeah. short. And now an ambassador for Dyson, my that's hair amazing. is so glam. Yeah, Jesus, get yeah. you. <laughs> I love it. No, but you're really good at doing it as well. Because it is true, there's, there's a knack to it, but once you get the knack, yeah. it's life changing. I think, you know what, I'm not good at many things, but when it comes to styling hair and hair tools, I have a pretty good knack for it now, I have to say. Interesting. Maybe you should have been a hairdresser in another life. You know what, I actually used to assist a hairdresser when I was really young. Oh. And it was one of my first jobs, yeah. Okay, so we haven't got a whole lot of time yet and I do want to talk okay. makeup. So again, I know you're not uh, somebody who wears makeup all the time, but when you do, you love a bit of experimenting with like a coloured liner and well, first of all, actually, those famous lips. What is your kind of go-to lip? So my go-to lip is actually a really, really random lip liner. Now, I, have <laughs> I love to a random lip liner. I have to <laughs> shout out True Beauty by Aideen oh, because it's, it's beautiful. It is. There is a lip liner that I use. Oh, God, the nude one, it. I have it here. Hang on, hang on. It's it, kind of a, a red. It is called one. Do You. Do You? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lovely. I absolutely love that. Um, so do you want to shout that out? And I also use one called from Bare Minerals, right? They have a lip liner called Vibe. Okay. And I, I like, you know what it was? I used to do some work for Bare Minerals years ago. And I have to say, like, like their lip liner. 
Do you know what? So good. Kyle Richards from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is mad about Bare Minerals. They're just a brand that, like, I don't think it's maybe as covetable as other brands, but once you start using it, people love it. Yeah, like, I have to say their lip liner and vibe is just, it's so, so good. I have been using it consistently now for four years, and I mix that with a little bit of milk makeup. They have um, a lip and cheek tint and shade flip. So that liner and that that lip and cheek tint I use on my lips and my cheeks it's just it's amazing fabulous okay and what about your base are you do am I correct in thinking you're a big sculpted by Amy fan yes so now if I'm going for a kind of um I suppose a full coverage look I'll use sculpted by Amy satin silk yeah it's so good it's gorgeous like I actually couldn't get over it when I first put it on. I was like, I actually look like I've been airbrushed. It's very, very like soft focus kind of vibe. So yeah, I love it. It's really, really nice. And then if I'm going for a more kind of like day to day dewy look, I'll probably go with um, Char Tilbury, um, Char Tilbury Light Wonder. Oh, I haven't tried that. That's the kind of yeah. the one you kind of squeeze out, isn't it? The, the Yes, and it is really light. Like, you know, I think a lot of people are a bit like, oh, not for me. Like, I put on, you can still see my freckles, but like, it, it just... It's like a sheer it, base. You're still, you're you, but like, you're just very, very like glam. Not, not glam, but you're just... Glowy and gorgeous. Yeah. You're enhanced, yeah. And what about, you were saying you didn't wear mascara for ages. Have you got one that you, you kind of go to now? Yeah, so if I'm going for mascara, I do love Sculpted by Amy, her mm-hmm. My Mascara yeah, in black. And then I love, like, and every time I wear this, people give me so many compliments. Shara Tilbury Pillow Talk It's mascara. gorgeous. Now, does it not rub off on you? I'm very sweaty, so it could just be me. But it rubs no, off. So I'm I'm on about the one that's pillow talk that's kind of brown. Yeah, oh the, the kind of berry coloured one. Yeah, so I it's have like a ready yeah. brown. Yeah. And um yeah, every time I wear it, I, maybe it's because I have blue eyes, but like it makes some piercing and every time I wear it, people are like, Your eyeliner is amazing. I'm like, I'm not wearing eyeliner, that's mascara. And they're like, Whoa. So it's probably the thing I get the most compliments about. Okay, I must try it because I actually gave it to my mum because my mum is a redhead. But because it has kind of that berry, it's not just brown, it's kind of a berry brown. Yeah. She said she looked like she'd been crying. My dad was like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what? So, and you know what? I think I think only a few people could pull it off because yeah, even my sister Ray thing. gave me hers because she was like, Oh, I can't wear this, it makes me look like you weird. Think I, yeah. And I was like, Okay, so now everyone's just giving it to me. And I'm like, oh, I love this. I'll take it. Well, it is. It's yeah. be- it's a beautiful mascara, really good formula, and the black is really black as well. It's gorgeous. But yeah. for me, I think I was trialing it in the summer, and I was walking to work. I was walking up this poxy hill from the Keys to Francis Street every day, and by the time I got to work, it would be all over my face. So I actually, now that it's winter, I think I might start trying it again because this is my favorite season. My makeup doesn't budge. Every- yeah. I'm not sweating balls walking everywhere. You know what? Someone needs to someone needs to create like a setter for mascara. Yes. I mean I love a good setting spray. I actually love Charlotte's setting spray, but not it doesn't work on mascara, so you're right. Like yeah. but then I'm always wary of mascaras that stay on because some of them stay on too much and you can't yeah, get Yeah, I totally get off. that. Like I would never use a waterproof mascara. No. I feel like, like may as well just wax my eyelashes. Yeah, you're putting off, your eyelashes maybe. out again. Like yeah. it's yeah, it's no. it's a lot. Okay, and my favourite question to ask people, do you have a signature scent? Vicky, I don't wear perfume. Me neither. Why do you not wear it? Because I used to work on a perfume counter. Right. And honestly, now the smell of perfume makes me feel like I'm going to get a migraine. I'm. So, like, I get sinus infections from it. I'm exactly the so. Same. I used to stand at the perfume counter helping people pick perfumes for like. That was my school job. Like yeah. I'd go to the local pharmacy and do that. And 
people would come over and just start spraying shit everywhere uh, spraying 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 and I'd be like I'm gonna fucking die yeah. like oh my god like I'm about to pass out here I got so my first sinus infection from a CK1 sniffing the feckin' thing in, in Debenhams and yeah I've, it's just been I'm so sensitive to it so you must be the same yeah I'm too sensitive like even when someone passes me with really strong perfume on I'm like Ooh, like just I'm like flashbacks oh my god it's like, so funny because no. perfume is such a personal thing for people and some people love it so much they have like their wedding mm. scented so they can remember the scent like I just can't I can't I'm like I can't smell that much first of all like if I breathe in too deeply I get a fright <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's such a but it's such a personal thing for some people and, and for others like us like I, I love a candle but not not love on love a me. candle yeah and you know what I love like um essential oil rollers Lovely. and stuff like that so you know like I can handle all that but when it's a really strong powerful smell I'm like it's something I'm always really conscious of because I'm like oh my god you know they everyone kind of has their scent yeah, yeah. And I'm like what's mine is mine just like outdoors I think yours is what's yours mine? is muck oh god. yeah mine is muck like is mine just like body odor oh god like because you know the way people like they're like everyone kind of has a smell it's yeah. usually a I'd love smell. to I'm have like, that oh, shit. yeah I'd love yeah. to be one of those people that everyone's like oh she smells of black opium no I yeah. just I think I smell no. of like dry shampoo and yeah. like I probably makeup. smell a fake tan now lick a fake tan uh, do you know what I mean so what's your yeah, go to fake tan actually um so I have a few like I think like most Irish people who've grown up being absolutely brainwashed to wear everything down yeah. like blue veined Irish people yeah and you know what? I look I, I, I even try now like not to wear fake tan as much like you know if I'm just just being okay with being pale day yeah. to day um, because I'm like I have you know like it's just it was something that like growing up like I remember like 13 or 14 oh we were brainwashed starting to wear tan yeah, yeah and I'm like it's crazy my mum used um, to attack me with a, f- a fake tan wipe because she'd be like you need a bit of colour but like it's what? one thing if you're pale and have beautiful skin, right? If I'm like, go off. If you look like, you know, alabaster gorgeousness, fine. But I don't, I look like a ham. So I need that bit of like bit of colour to just kind of warm me up because otherwise I just look dreadful. So Yeah, like, you know what? Like sometimes I, I don't wear a fake tan, I have a good scrub and I'm like, Oh my god. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen my kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Well I'm like that you know? with my hair as well. I'm like, what colour who knows what colour that is. Yeah. And like <laughs> I am I'm that very like blue pale, you know. And I think because I kinda have like that summer surfing hair, like I have that kind of like brownie sun kissed hair. Yeah. Being really pale doesn't really work with me. Yeah. Um and because I freckles. So look, it's definitely something I'm trying to work on and not wear as much, but I will put my hand up and say I am still very You're much like though. Like yeah, yeah. Complexion. You know what though? Like I do get it. Like a lot of people are messing me and they're like, oh like would you not just go fake tan free? Like, you know, would you not try it? And I get that, you know, it's it's that thing of like we rely on it for confidence. So I know, I'm very but you also that. don't. Like, I still to. do. Like you can, yeah. you, we could not like style our hair. We could not put makeup yeah. on. And great, we all have days when we don't do that. But if you want to wear, I just feel like there should be no guilt about beauty. Like if you yeah, want to I do think something, probably to make because feel I better. hear a lot of different opinions coming at me. I'm like, oh yeah. God, should I stop? But anyway, I still use it. And um, I do love Bear by Vogue. I have to give her a round of applause. Like her fake tan is absolutely great. I love the mousse. Um, for my face, I love Amanda Harrington's um, her face mist. Oh, it's now gorgeous. I know it's a real rogue brand. People are like, who is that? No, it's, it's very bougie. It's it's very, very bougie. Bland. Yeah, very bougie. I always I used to just grab it from Look Fantastic. I think I think I I don't even know how I randomly got it. Like years Pippa ago. Where is that? And I, yeah, yeah, she, does she? Yeah, I think she was the first person I knew that wore it. Yeah, maybe I was influenced by her. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but like, I when I started using it, I was like, this is actually the best face tan. 
Yeah, it's fab. It's so good. It is it's fab. Unbelievable. I'm partial to So Sue's Wonder Water, and they have a lovely for people like us who who can't deal with fragrance. They have a lovely unscented one, okay. um, and I just spritz it on. Honestly, like I'll spritz it on before I go to bed over my skincare, and I'll wake up looking just healthier. Wow, it is really. Yeah, you know what? Really Everyone's always saying to me how I need to try dripping gold. Oh, it's fab, and they've reformulated yeah. it now with the new um, regulations about tan from the EU, and it's even better. So Suzanne's a little okay, legend. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, because like I'm someone like I'm really always open to trying new tans and I think like most people you're always like like wanting to see you know yeah, what's the fuss is about well on your skin because everyone's it's it, I think tan is one of those things that depending on your skin it's going to work or not but yeah everyone's always raving about that but so you I know what you should go. try actually that I absolutely love from Dripping Gold is their gradual tan um, okay. I love a gradual tan especially I do like gradual in the summer tan. because I'll get out of the shower yeah. and just lash it on and it doesn't stink so you're just you're grand yeah. like and you're moisturised her one is fabulous it's my it, I was going I was using Saint Tropez and then I've actually switched fully to Dripping Gold for the gradual stuff it's really really nice and it smells coconutty and it actually is very moisturising but it just gives you that gorgeous glow you're not and you're not like fiddling around with a mitt or anything you can just slap it on with your hands and it's very the combination of the Wonder Water and the gradual is my kind of summer go to I might slap some on Vicky, now know now I've realised because we don't wear perfume we definitely walk around stinking of shake tan. We don't I wash it we off. We do we do no we definitely <laughs> do we do. But deodorant surely and dry shampoo if if there's one thing that I smell of it's definitely Batiste which is kind of an old lady smell but I'm okay with that. It's yeah clean. it's a clean old lady bit. smell. Yeah I yeah I do use like I do use like deodorant like roll on deodorant or whatever so I suppose maybe I smell like that you're grand don't worry you don't have BO I've never I've never known you to have BO Ros. and what a note to finish on yeah. <laughs> I absolutely like, love that it's like in the notes would be like Vicky convinces Roz she, she does not have BO. have BO yeah well thank you so much for being my second last ever guest it's quite emotional and Vicky we're gonna miss you ah I'm still be knocking around don't worry I know I have to be very vague for the moment but I'm not doing yeah, dancing like, with the stars you're like the typical <laughs> hashtag coming soon I know it's so like, annoying oh, and it's not my choice no but like, I'm going to yeah. be doing loads of different things so like I'll be doing a bit of consulting I'll be doing a bit of writing I think I'm going to do a newsletter because I have a lot yes. of I have a lot of love to share um, but thank you I'm thrilled I finally tracked you down and thank you, you for being my, me down. my cover girl over the years you've been amazing and our readers love you so thank you so much you're the best thanks for having me Vicky and Patrick so before we go I just want to say thank you to our sponsors Malfi Gin who are giving you a way to bring the taste of Italy to your favourite cocktails drinks and gins and tonics gins and tonics gin and tonics um, whether you're down in the local going for a nice dinner with the girls for Christmas or just celebrating Friday Amalfi Gin is the perfect addition but always drink responsibly get the facts be drink aware and visit drinkaware.ie for more and take off your makeup after you've had a few drinks gals okay don't be like me so I will be back in one week with my last ever guest it's so weird it still hasn't hit me um, so please tune in that'll be the last episode of the glow up before Christmas and then actually in January we have a glow up mini series that's focused on business with all the winners well some of the winners from our power of women awards that took place in November and Roz was a nominee for the hike life and um, so definitely keep stay tuned for that but look we'll get we'll get emotional on the next episode for now I'll see you next time